You're listening to The Full Broadside. We are hot and awesome. We got a throat cleanse already there. Sorry. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sorry. We are hot and we're already clearing our throats. Should have done. I guess I should have given you a three, two, one. That was my bolt. Oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> man, we're already wheels are falling off and uh, welcome to another edition of the full broadside, everybody <laughs> with me, uh, Mando, KJ, Sock, Nimitz, Nightmare, and in our chat room, we have Shep as well, too. So, uh, Right out the gate before I say hi to everybody and how everybody's doing, Mando, I'm throwing you on the hot seat. You had some exciting big news that uh, just took place over the weekend. Why don't you uh, share a little of that with us? I did. Yeah, that was one of my topics of discussion, um, but we can bring it up now. Um, yeah, jump right want, in. Do you want me to tease tease you with it or give you the full the full report? Well, this full is the full broadside. Yeah, let's. The uh, full broadside. You know what? Okay. You know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tease us. Give us a couple of second pause for effect, and then unload on us. We don't like being teased. We just like it when you go right in. <laughs> no, 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 no. Foreplay is a good thing uh, for everybody listening at home. Super important. Always remember that. So. Here's the backstory. I log into game uh, last week, week before. I see this announcement pop up. Hey, um, the Verizon Wireless uh, Warrior Challenge is coming up. Big clans competing for some prizes, uh, some charity events. Got um, a Wounded Warrior Project involved in being a veteran, combat veteran myself. I spent 24 years in the Air Force. Um, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll sign up. I'll click the button. I never win anything. I don't even win the $2 lottery tickets. What can happen? The worst they can say is no, and I don't get picked. And so I woke up about a week later to a very interesting email that I received from one of the community contributors. And so that's my tease. Okay. We are teased. Hit us. Okay. So, yeah, 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 it was starting to build. It was perfect. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was waiting for the dramatic pause. So I got maybe I'll put a drum roll in there or something. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. We'll I, figure something out. Go ahead. <laughs> I got invited uh, to participate in the Verizon branch or Battle of the Branches or the or the uh, uh, which is basically in so it's kind of a Cinderella story and I was kind of skeptical at first because usually when something is too good to be true it it probably is and so okay I'll bite and so I responded to the email and you know filtered it through the spam filter and it was the email was sent out by and I'll give his in-game name uh, Calvo the or Calvo who is one of the big community managers uh, for Wargaming and he was organizing the event um, and it was basically each branch of the service was going to field a team in the Verizon Challenge and an Army team, Air Force, Navy, and a Marine team. Um, it was going to be a seven-on-seven seven, uh, battle with T-34 
tier six ships. And uh, so I got selected to be on the United States Air Force team. And um, we actually, you know, we had every, it was a mixture of veterans. Uh, I'm retired. We had an active duty guy on my team. We even had the, the invite even went out to the Space Force. Nobody from the Space Force um, uh, responded. We had one Coast Guard show up and played on the Navy team, uh, some National Guard members. So anyway, um, and so we had about a week to put our teams together. Um, Wargaming gave us our own Discord, and we were able to meet up with our teammates. And uh, along with that, um, I'll, long story short, we, we ended up playing two days in the Verizon tournament. Uh, the first day was we got paired up with the Navy, and so Air Force went head-to-head with the Navy, and the Marines played uh, the Army. Um, and we won our match against the Navy, which was totally – I mean, the Air Force team was the total underdog in the, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. if I may interject, if it's a military competition, how come there was an Air Force team? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm muting him the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but honestly, I'm glad Sock brought that up because that was in the chats uh, prior to all the games. That was, you know, that the Air the Force meme. guys. Right. We we were the mean team, and everybody was kind of poking fun of us. And you know, um, one thing I love about being a veteran, and one thing I love about getting veterans together, especially from different branches of the service, is the friendly rivalries that go back and forth and we had some a lot of laughing a lot of friendly you know um shots across the bow uh service rivalry it's it was a lot of fun and the air force team in my humble opinion we were the underdogs nobody expected us to um you know we were kind of like the quiet weird kids that sat in the corner and so uh we ended up pulling off an almost near perfect win in our match against the navy uh and it was on sunday and we squared off with the army team who beat out the marines so what were we playing for rhetorical question we were playing for charity and we were basically given a list of charities that we could pick from and so on day two we squared off against the army team uh, against seven on seven tier six maps and we ended up pulling a first place win we lost zero ships uh, the army put up a great game uh, and we won fifteen thousand uh, dollars Verizon wireless donated fifteen thousand dollars to the charity of our choice which was we chose as a team the Gary Sinise Foundation and as you know uh, the actor Gary Sinise I'm sure you've seen him Forrest Gump and he's been on some of the uh, uh, criminal uh, CSI shows uh, actor he does a lot of things for veterans and so uh, we won um, $15,000 donated to the Gary Sinise Foundation. On top of that, uh, Verizon was so impressed with our gameplay that Verizon sent us, uh, you know, we got a couple of, they'll be sending us some t-shirts and stuff in the mail, but Verizon said that they are going to take a screenshot of our, um, like our, our faces, like if we send them in like a face profile shot, and they're going to make uh, pixel emojis out of them for the Air Force team. And so I don't know oh, where nice. they're going to be at, but I will have a pixel Mando emoji out there that you guys can spam for. Nice. Helmet, <laughs> helmet and all, right? Yeah, helmet and all. No, I will. <laughs> I will actually be showing my ugly mug on that one. And so, oh, um, that's not the way. Remember, they say once you put that on, yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, I really should send him in a picture of uh, like a Boba Fett head or something. Um, that would be awesome. 
Um, so yeah, that was, that was the tournament, uh, Cinderella story. Like I said, we were the underdog. Nobody was expecting us to win and we ended up pulling out, uh, a perfect victory on the second day. Um, a lot of fun, uh, mixed in with the crowd. I got to rub shoulders with, uh, the likes of Hapafodder, who, as we all know, runs the, he's wargaming, uh, runs the uh, community uh, website. If you see him on the official forums, uh, the Hapafodder, uh, who is also former Navy, um, ran into, um, some super testers that were in there. And so it was really kind of a neat snapshot of a behind the scenes, behind the curtains, um, look at how wargaming operates in the community and the community involvement. Nice. We kind of have that in common now, Mando. I got to be a jerky. You got to play for charity. Right. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty pretty cool. They offered me a press account, and uh, I I looked into it just out of curiosity to see what the press account was, which is basically they give you access to everything, um, all the ships, and you can you know play around with captain builds, etc. I opted to use my own account uh, on during the actual tournament. So if you go back onto YouTube. Uh, and watch the stream. You'll be able to see me with the W Wolfpack clan tags on. And um, and another thing to note too is the first day we played the tournament on the Twitch stream, there was I don't know 17 to 20 thousand viewers, um, up to I think 40k, 40 thousand viewers. When the second day Battle of the Branches came on, we bumped the Twitch stream bumped up to 56 thousand viewers. And so I don't know if you guys saw me in the clan chat. It was pretty much like god i hope i don't potato please don't let me potato and i almost did on the second game i was uh, i played the graph spay uh and uh, on i was our team's only graph spay and on the second game we played the army i got spotted out by a dd and focus fire and i was on the fast track to being that guy the first guy eliminated i managed to pull a hasty retreat and team back up with our war spite uh, who was uh, run by Burninator USAF, who's also a super tester, super cool guy. And we managed to, and the Army almost beat us. They had a good flank on us. Uh, and like I said, you can go back and watch the replay, but we managed to push back. And, um, and the cool thing to mention is that we, none of us had ever competed before or been on a team before, and we all just kind of got together and uh, formed this team up and kind of came up with a battle plan and look at some replays and, and we were able to pull it off. And so I'm, that was really a fun, exciting warships weekend for me. Well, congratulations, sir. Thank you. I, uh, I cannot come close to uh, that much for my past weekend. Nope. Can't. Well, my question for, for any of those that have missed the, uh, those, uh, I guess those battles, uh, what Saturday and Sunday, is there a place that they can go to view those somewhere? Yeah, so you can go on to YouTube and you could just type in Verizon Warrior Challenge. You'll see the official World of Warships channel pop up and you'll be able to go back and watch the replays, everything from start to finish. Uh, uh, it's about six hours long. I think the Battle of the Branches matches is about the five hour mark. Um, between you know the finals and the semifinals and it was kind of i was kind of again skeptical at first because it sounded like hey we're just kind of the halftime show um you know um we're 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 the uh you know what what is it that the halftime um 
uh, Super Bowl halftime show, we're, we're the dancing crowd to come out and everybody kind of poke fun of. We actually spiked the the viewer of the the viewers of the Twitch stream up. Uh, apparently, everybody uh, enjoyed it. And also, you can go on Twitch, the official Warships World of Warships Twitch channel. I believe they have a or should have a replay up there as well. Um, big shout out to Sea Raptor, uh, community contributor Sea Raptor. If you guys are familiar with him and Lord Zath, they actually were commentating um, the battle, and uh, it was pretty cool to go back and watch yourself and have, you know, the commentators and you know, hey, there goes you know Mandalorian in the Grash Bay kicking it out, and looks like he's gone. Oh, no, the torpedo. You know, it was really cool to go back and actually watch your replay in a you know with. Uh, some really good commentators adding in the uh, you know the play-by-play action on it. Well, that's pretty dang cool, man. Uh, grats to the Air Force team and everybody else that played. Uh, sounds like it was a huge, uh, huge hit. Yeah, it was. Uh, ultimately, the ultimate winners were the charities, even all the way down to the fourth place, uh, which was the Navy team. Actually, they were <laughs> kind of poke fun of that. I um, Navy took fourth, and uh, but all the teams were able to have a charity, and Verizon Wireless uh, donated to those charities. So yeah, everybody, yeah. Were, everybody I got guess, I guess that's the first time since Vietnam that the U.S. military has lost. <laughs> thought you said you were going to have him on mute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I thought I was going to be nice, and now I'm rethinking that. <laughs> so yeah, chair force, chair force pulled chair off the win. Uh, the, the The joke of the day was the reason why the Air Force won is because we have so much time to play video games. And, <laughs> yeah, you knew um, that was coming. It's actually. Yeah, it's actually partially true. I retired out in 2014, and even back in 2014, um, the Air Force was really a, a technical field. I mean, you got drone operators and and you know computer guys simulating stuff. So that's actually kind of partially true. That you know there is a lot of computer um, career fields in the Air Force. So I uh, I served with a lot of joint stations, and I was always grateful for the Air Force. So I did 16 weeks of training at uh, Goodfellow Air Force Base. San Angelo, and it was some of the best food I've ever had. And then when I got to NSA, um, the Air Force, when they moved in there and made it a joint center, they didn't like the fact that it was an Army chow hall. So they had it torn down and rebuilt, and they they supplied it. So it was everything to the Air Force's standards, and the food was amazing. So I'm grateful for the Air Force. Well, you know how it is. We all fight better on happy stomachs you know right and they got that money to throw around so well we're not spending it on gigantic warships or anything <laughs> no 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 I mean, especially because we got drones now they're super cheap well in in comparison right. <laughs> all right well let's move on to some of the stuff i wanted to cover today um there's a few things, but let's start off with the uh, the new uh, United States battleship line uh, is now researchable. That came out. Uh, is anybody jumping onto that line right away, or is it just kind of a mad line? What do you think? Not a priority. Yeah, it's, a, it's a mad line. I mean, yeah. I'm not excited about it at all. I mean, from everything I hear, um, they're big, they're fat, they're slow. and um, They hit like trucks, though. They well, hit yeah, like they trucks, do. and they got good armor, but I just, I mean, 
I I don't, even I don't the good it. armor is debatable. Repeatable belts, I'll say that. Yeah, and everything I've seen, so somewhat. Uh, every time I've played against one of them, I mean, they're they're slow, they're big, and they hit like trucks. So my idea is just uh, if I'm in something large enough where they're going to shoot at me, I'm going to avoid them. That's just easier. Yeah. Yeah, Shepotep just chimed in on our live chat. Welcome, uh, Shep, and he says eighty-five thousand XP into the Kansas and zero willpower. To- zero willpower to keep going for now and i echo that i have um more interest in uh doing my research bureau than i do going up that new battleship line yeah i mean it's nice it's they have a split now there's something else that you can try for it's not just the monty anymore you know you can push in and and work your way to the vermont and all that but it's it's not something that i'm going to drop what i'm doing in the other other branches to get to that right now so it's just eh for I mean, me, that's the truth all it is. Of it is. The truth of it is people have been begging for another U.S. battleship line for years. Right. And, well, more gaming delivered. There's another U.S. battleship line now, for better or for worse. I did hear the Vermont is quite a bit of improvement over the Minnesota and the Kansas, though. So. They did buff the Kansas recently. They increased the Sigma. Well, so I, it's I will uh, tell apparently you, not as painful as it was. I will tell you, I live and work very near Minnesota, and uh, anything's an improvement over in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear me bash? Minnesota. You want to? You want to hear me bash Minnesota? Yeah. Just tune into my other show. <laughs> anyway, how about the uh, the new premium uh, the the new premium ships added to the shop? Uh, the Z forty four and the Plymouth. Any thoughts? You know, I am tempted to go for the Plymouth. I'm waiting on some other reviews. And I want to see it in some gameplay um, because I did, as we discussed in past episodes, I picked up the Belfast 43 and the Plymouth is the culmination of that new uh, Royal Navy a light cruiser line. And it is for steel. I was hoping it was going to go for free XP, but they put it in the steel shop. And so... Better I'm, than the Research Bureau. Yeah. Uh, i my verdict is still out on it. My jury's still out on it. However, it is on my radar. Um, I'm very interested and in, in going to be digging a little bit deeper into that. Well, I will say I've encountered them a few times. They're, the guns are scary. On the Plymouth? On the Plymouth, yeah. Right. It yeah, is I, a scary ship to go up against, especially when you're in a light cruiser or a destroyer. Yes, I did watch a Plymouth do some gameplay, and he like two shot a Marceau that was in the cap with two salvos. And it was pretty impressive. Okay. Well, yeah, I I looked at it and it looked like an interesting ship, but it's a lot of steel that I don't have. So it's not anywhere on my radar. But what I did notice is I was looking, I noticed, you know, we were then talking about the black for the longest time and when it's going to be coal or whatnot, and it's still not there. And I decided yeah, but where, me. Where, where do you find the flint, though? They're there uh, in the uh, uh, oh. featured page. Yeah. What are they? That's they also coal? in the armory. Uh, yeah, they're yeah, coal. I think it's coal, yeah. Okay, I might have to look the, at that because yes. because what I was the looking flint at... flint is 168,000 coal, and the Nutrishimi, I believe, is 292,000. Okay, so, so a they're little, really little expensive, out of the range, yeah. but they are there. Two, 296, to be exact. Ah, uh, I was yeah. close. Well, I was looking at the ships that I could afford, and there's three of them, and I just I'm I'm stuck 
deciding which of the three, and I figured, you know what, why not bring it here and let all of you guys chime in. The three that I'm kicking around are the Marceau, the Z44, or the Salem. Now, I like all of the ideas, and I've done a lot of research on all of them, and I'm just kind of torn because they all have have uh, pros and cons, and I just kind of wanted to, to get the feel for what you guys thought of all these ships. Ooh, can I can I take first slot? Sure, go for it. I, uh, uh, after playing uh, with the French DD line, the research line, just for giggles uh, during my turkey weekend, I found I really enjoyed them. They're really fast. The guns are pretty decent. And they, uh, a lot of people will be like, oh, great, it's a French DD. I'm never going to hit it. It's too fast for me. So a lot of people will basically try to leave you alone. Your only worry is if you stay still long enough or airplanes. That's it. And even then, the airplanes are not much of a hassle. So I would probably say Marceau. Uh, and I think I... I think I met. No, I have a mess with the, the Salem or the the Boise. I think it was the Boise. Never mind. Ignore the Salem. Uh, I Z-44. vote for Marceau. So the Marceau and the Z forty four two different play styles. There, Cyber. The Marceau, as Absolutely. we know, is, is that um, that French gunship style. Uh, the Z forty four is more of a torpedo boat. So I don't know if that helps your decision. The Z forty four has got. Um, quintuple torpedo launchers they reload pretty quickly um they have that baked in ifhe so they've got an an he base pen of 32 millimeters uh, large hit point pool it's got decent um anti-aircraft uh i mean there's some there's some drawbacks to it as well but in my opinion two different play styles do you want to go gunboat or do you want to go torpedo boat so if you want my take on it Cyber, I think you would find the Salem frustrating. Okay. Based on your play style. Um, it's going to be like the Des Moines, because it is it's it the is Des Moines sister ship. Yeah. Um, the difference is Salem gets Atlanta's radar. So you have seven and a half kilometer radar, but you get a super heel. Um, the problem with the Des Moines, it cannot bow tank at all. It's an island, it's an island whore. Des Moines says, or the Salem? Salem, you mean, right? Says everybody but me, Des Moines. Sorry. The Des Moines and Salem in this context are interchangeable because they basically have the same okay. play style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, the truth of it is they're, they're opportunistic island campers. Yeah, I'm not much of an island guy, so maybe a DD, so, I don't know. Um, and I don't have any experience in in the Z series of destroyers. Um, I haven't looked at the Z-44 at all, really. The Marceau is kind of just a, like a clavier that can't deal with guns that aren't quite as good. And it's kind of different. It's it's kind of like a... I guess it's kind of like an, an island camping version of clavier. But I've not played it. Well, when I see um, our clanmate Bucky play his. I mean, he wrecks shop in that thing. I mean, he just tears boats apart, and he and he calls out his targets before he does it. He's like, okay, I'm done with that one. Uh, now it's time to go take care of the Bismarck. And he goes and he burns it down in like yeah. 10 minutes. And then he's like, oh, okay, now let's go get to Salem, you know, whatever. He's also a stellar destroyer player. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
he's amazing. But uh, I think, I think uh, the, the I find the French DDs very frustrating. But I'm going to power my way through them at some point. Um, so the Marceau would be more interesting to me. But um, I would think that the Z44 probably fits more your play style. Something that I would agree. And, um, Cyber, you also you have the whatever the tier nine or tier ten German destroyer is. Yeah, the forty six. Yep. Yep. So you probably already have a captain that's ready to go for it. Yep. Now again, I haven't looked at the Z forty four, so I don't know what it plays like because sometimes these destroyers are different from the regular line. Um, you know, it might kind of be. Well, uh, I'm thinking like Ala Friesland. Well, the, that, the, you know, it's the 44 like the European destroyer. See the 44. But I've from, not looked at from it. what I've compared the 44 and the 46, the 44 is going to be spotted a little bit easier. Um, the guns are about the same. However, it has a little bit better torpedoes, um, and it the what is it the uh the reload of the torpedoes is much shorter so i've already got these uh the the z46 all the way down to i want to say 73 second reload something like that and this thing uh, the 44 i think starts in the low 70s upper 60s so if i move that captain and move the same stuff over theoretically i might get under a minute uh, on those on those torps so that's something but you know i mean outside of that it, it doesn't handle near as good but it's it's close so yeah. i mean it's almost a straight trade and that's one reason i was looking at it well so here's something i want to throw at you and this might be a game changer because of the Kriegs marine uh destroyer style the z44 the z44 does not have hydro so I don't know if that plays mm. a factor or not. Well, yeah. why don't we take our break and let's make our and we'll have our give our final verdict at the after the break. Do you got a pee sock? No, Is we're it? just coming up on that time. Well, we got a couple minutes. I'm, I'm yeah. cracking the whip tonight. All right, all right, fine. We're probably going to run long on the other side though. We're going to have a lopsided <laughs> break. It's fine. It's fine though. All right, we'll take a quick break because sock wants us to, and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we are back. Sock did a little research, and uh, we're, th we're we're still on the fence. Unless you guys got uh, yeah got something to say uh, with the the Z forty four versus the Marceau, because I think I think at this point the Salem's off the table. I don't want to Des Moines, and I don't island hop. I, I don't like to sit at an island and and shoot over them. I had an Atlanta that I had to do that with. I hated it. Didn't like it. It's no longer in port. So. I'm leaning towards one of these other two, so that's that's I, where I'm at. I, I, now, I, now, I, I wanna I wanna add a little extra something here to this. The 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 Z forty four versus my forty six, very similar. I've already got the kind of the the play style. I, I play that ship fairly well. I have good success in the in the forty six. However, it's spendy, it's a tier nine tech tree. It's gonna cost you half as much credits or sometimes more if you have a bad game. Um, than what you earn, and uh, the the option of you know there's the, a solution to that, right? Cyber. Yeah, I know. Get good. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you for that. You just played if you had good games all the time, and you don't, don't lose money. Yeah, potato. <laughs> right. The well, other the other did. idea was the Marceau, 
because it offers a completely different play style that I'm used to and maybe that would get me out and experiencing something different and it might be something that I really like. So That's very true. So I'm I'm kicking around both of them. Do I try something different or do I go with something that I'm used to that doesn't have hydro? You know. Well, that, the other thing with the Marceau is if you get good at it, there's a that's a viable clan battleship. Yeah, and that's a ten too. Yeah. So that's a that's, that's a benefit. 10, yes. yeah. yeah, I mean, I um, have I, that, I've that other... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, no, 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 go ahead. I have I, I have a closing argument, but I'll I'll wait till the end. I was to say I have the Marceau, and I've played. I haven't played it a lot. I've played it a bu- not a bunch, but it, it's it does take a while to get used to because of the playstyle for it. I mean, my win rate on it's not really great, but I'm still learning on it. Well, and that, that, was, that was one thing that I was looking at. It's a 10 versus the Z44, a tier 9. And mm-hmm. I have four or five tier 10s in port. And when, when we are, yeah, I know it's weak. I'm not a whale. It is what it is. The point I'm making, though, is when I'm, when I'm divvying up and we want to drop 10s, I'd much rather take my john bart as a tier nine than any of the other tier tens now i'll throw in the venancia once in a while i almost never play the montana anymore i mean there's very few ships at 10 that i have that i enjoy playing so what tier tens do you well, even have i haven't played tier 10 with you in ages well yeah, let me the, the only okay go ahead so at some point if you are haven't got the XP already, you're going to get the Z52. Now, if that outclasses the Z44 uh, by quite a bit, and it's the same play style of ship, then maybe you should go to the Mars, though. That's very true. I do find myself that I don't really have any desire to play the Musashi now that I have the Yamato. And because they're the exact same kind of play style, the Yamato is just a Musashi that's just more better. Hmm, okay. So here's my closing argument. As Mando's I, kid would say. Yeah, it's more better. <laughs> yeah, I I have division with you, Cyber, in multiple, multiple... We go back a ways on the Tier 10 games. I know what ticks you off more in this game, other than the Friesland. There is one other thing that pisses Cyber off even more, and that's carriers when you're playing a DD. So, my closing argument is the Z44 doesn't have it's got very poor aa it basically has according to the wiki no medium no long range aa the the close range aa is you know i i guess okay the marceau has got better aa it's got defensive aa fire uh with its aa rating you could pretty much take on any tier eight or lower uh carrier world i mean well the tier eight the tier 10 you'll struggle a little bit with but it's going to give you a much higher survivability rate in the marceau than you would be in the z44 and that for you cyber makes a better uh more enjoyable game and that makes a happy cyber when the carriers leave you alone plus that's fast enough the marceau is fast enough that uh uh, carrier players will have a tough time going after you with dive bombers. Well, right, and that's that's what I was going to say. As Shep mentioned in the chat room, that you know, in a Marceau, you stay pretty well untouched. They don't even bother. They know they can't catch you, and you're a hard target as it is. So, that's uh, a deterrent is is good too. So maybe I don't know. That, that's yeah. I, I, I might know. be leaning that, that way. From a surface ship perspective, Marceau and Club Air are basically touchable. Uh, further than like 10 kilometers if the player yeah, knows what range. they're doing. 
just because they're so fast. Okay, so... They're tough to bracket in and get hits on. Oh, and uh, Sock, the Tier 10 ships that I have, if I can remember all of them, there's only a couple. <laughs> the uh, Montana... <laughs> should be <hard>. Shouldn't be, <laughs> but I don't play them all that much. See, I know you the have thing. the Montana and the Venezia. The Montana, the Venezia, the Mosva... Thunderer. Oh, right. That's it. I don't okay. play the Mosfa since it went premium. I feel it's a completely different ship. It feels completely different than before it went premium. For whatever reason, I just I, I don't like it as much as I used to. The Monty, I've tried several different builds. Some I have good games. Other times I'm terrible. I just, I don't know what happened. I just, maybe I've grown into cruiser play a little bit better and not as good in the battleships anymore. I don't know what the deal is, but the Montana isn't as exciting anymore for me. The, like I said, the Mosfa is there. I play the Thunderer because I can reach out long distance, start fires. I can switch over to AP. I enjoy that one a little bit, but it gets old playing the same ship over and over and over. So it's just kind of one of those things, uh, you know, and, and then the, the Venencia I play for a little while, but, uh, you know, people are starting to get used to the Venencia out there. So it's, it's not, not, uh, as, as high damage of a game there either, but so I'm looking for something different, you know, but, uh, you were getting pretty close to getting the Republic. I actually unlocked it and I reset that line. So, cause I enjoy the French oh, battleship. You did, line. you did the same thing with the Kremlin too. I did. I reset yeah. the Kremlin too. Yeah. So I've got those two. In fact, I've got another reset now that we're past November. I just, I haven't been on a whole lot. You know, I know you guys tell me all that a lot too, and that I haven't been on much, but, uh, that part of that is being busy and not being able to be in. I haven't really been grinding anything up to get to a point where I want to reset another line right now. So I may do that at some point, but I'm, I'm not in the position to do that or even have a choice of which ones I want. So that's another thing to work on. So anyway, final verdict, Marceau. 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 Mando Marceau. says Marceau. Marceau. All right, Cyber, okay. the tribe has spoken. <laughs> this is All the right. way. All right, this is the way. I guess I'm purchasing a Marceau tonight. Now, then. we should probably we should probably move on to the main event, which I know everybody wants us to talk about, and that is uh, jolly old Saint Wargaming. Hey, did you guys know Santa Crates are in the game? Oh, God. Oh, tell us more. <laughs> Just, just in case nobody knew, the Santa Crates are here. Oh, uh, I know, I know. And uh, real quick, before we jump those, the Black Fridays finished out, and I actually got a ship out of the Black Friday crates that's uh, in my port now that I didn't have wow, that I'm actually excited that. about. Right, I remember that. What did you get? I got the Sharn Horse Black, and so far I'm liking it. It's ah. it, it's it's a different type of a ship, but I'm I'm liking it so far. It's one that I had considered purchasing a while back, the uh, the doubloons version, um, but I'm liking the black uh, so far. I've, I had a couple of extra German captains that were high enough, and I said, you know what? Let me throw them in there, tweak them a little bit, and uh, yeah, I've I've had some pretty good games in it so far, so I'm pretty pleased. Very nice. Yeah. I love the Sharn Horse. That's one of those OG premiums. I will yeah. division with you and my sh we could do a Sharn Horse division anytime you want. I love that well, boat. And the benefit, it came with a 10-point captain too, so I'm like, cool. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it's a twofer, you know. I'm all for twofers. Mhm. Mm Not the white yeah, so much. Speaking <laughs> of 10-point captains. <laughs> uh speaking of 10-point captains going to the the Santa Crates, I got 
a, a whole bunch of shifts. I opened a lot of crates this year. I, I, I was given a few and my, my dad gave me some money and I, I saved up for some. So I opened about 100 crates this year. Wow. I think I got 17 ships. Wow. Nice. So that's good. Even if I don't play any, all of them, that's 17 10 point captains. Right. And you know, 17 port slots. And, and I also got, I got like 60,000 coal, 12,000 dubs. I must have gotten a total of like 600 camos and some number of flags as well. I'm up. Uh, there's very few flags I have less than a thousand of now. Nice. So I'm, I'm set for a while and I, I might not even have to buy a premium account this year because I'm very close to having a year available. Nice, What's nice. a year? 365 days? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think I have 320 something. So I may buy a month of premium and I'll have enough until next year. Yeah, usually, well, uh, usually I buy premium by the year around this time of year because the last few years they've put premium, a year of premium on sale for like 50 bucks. And you can't really beat that deal, but I digress there. Yeah, all, all of the Black Friday crates that I got, and it was just the, I forget, it was when you launch in, it was up on the top, you click it, and then you, you what, the 11 stages or whatever. I went through and bought a couple of those because I was looking at it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, my premium game time is getting low. I like to have a premium account, so I'm like, okay, 17 and a half bucks or something for, it'll be enough doubloons where I can do that, or the one came with some extra time. So I'm like, all right, I, I went ahead and did that. That was not too bad. And with the extra doubloons, I was able to unlock a couple more, and I forget how the heck I did all the way through it, but I ended up getting all 11 of 11, and some of them were 2018, 2019, 2020 crates. Right. It was a mixture of those. Out of all those, I ended up with some doubloons. Uh, left over. I had the Scharnhorst uh, black, which was great. Uh, that was it outside of camos and some uh, some coal, some free XP. That was really it. With the extra doubloons I used to hit a couple of the Santa crates because I figured, you know what, I got the doubloons, I may as well use them. I'm not going to get a whole lot out of these anyway, but at least maybe it'll you know top me off. Well, I got a f- little bit more of the doubloons out of those and just burned them, burned them up. Out of the Santa crates that I purchased, I want to say probably five, maybe six, nothing but flags and camels, uh, and, and that was it. So no success there. Uh, Shep did gift me a Santa crate, a big one of the the medium size ones anyway, not the megas, the big ones I guess they call them. And I got the Admiral Makarov out of it, which is okay, but it's going to sit in the port for a while until yeah. I've got credits to put something on it and, and rig it up and put it on the water. So, But yeah, Speaking so I mean, at ship, least something, I, something this year. So that's that's a first out of, out of all the hundreds that I've had over the last two, three years. That was the first ship I got out of a Santa crate ever. Speaking of the Makarov, um, a lot of people have been saying it's really like kind of hot garbage. I played a, a match in it earlier today, just out of the sake of curiosity. I honestly didn't hate it. It's a it's a nice little he spammer, decent fire arcs, pretty good accuracy. The armor is trash, but what tier six cruiser's armor isn't trash, right? Um, its biggest downfall is kind of its turret angles. You got to be pretty broadside to get all three turrets going. Yeah, it's never good. Um, but speaking of premium time. Um, and I know we're getting way off topic here, but I'm curious, what are you guys' 
thoughts on premium account? How do you get it? Like I said, I get I get it by the year. Do you guys do the subscription thing? Do you just buy it whenever you feel like it? What do you, what do you guys do? I can't remember the last time I purchased a premium account and I still have 272 days. So I, I couldn't tell you on that one. Um, I like to buy the monthly bundles. You know, you get 30 <laughs> days premium and then you get, you know, some doubloons or whatever. And so I will buy the monthly bundle. Right. I will get the doubloons and I just, you know, put them away because there's always something coming up in the premium shop. The coupons rotate through. I'll use a 25% off coupon. And that's how I actually acquire a lot of my premium ships. It's just, I just let those mm-hmm. doubloons. Um, that's a interesting way of doing it. I never heard somebody say it that way before. See, that's why I asked this question. Yeah, um, of course, the the best bang for your buck is to get when the 360, you know, they, they put the one year on sale. That's Yeah, the the, you money. absolutely cannot beat that deal. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you're jonesing for premium time, that is the best most, uh, that's the best money well spent is to do that. What is it, half off or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 50% off. Yeah, it's you get a half. A, a year for like 50 bucks and it's usually yeah. 90 or 100 Right. Um, but the method of my madness is I, I usually do the the monthly package deals because I will pick up doubloons with it. Also, when I purchase my Santa crates, I usually get enough um, premium drops in some of the crates that it, it will boost up my premium time. For me, I'm, think, uh, I'm kind of the anomaly. The I think I'm probably the anomaly here. Uh, and by that I mean I typically will, and and there's there's a reason behind this, but I will typically go to the GameStop over here in town, and I will pick up. They've got the old World of Warships cards, and for twenty bucks I get a card. With that card, it allows me I, I want to say ten thousand doubloons, which allows me to to purchase I, I want to say four thousand doubloons for thirty days or something like that of, of did premium it come time. With a- um, did it come with a gift card for a walker? No, 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 no. No, the whole, the whole. There's a reason behind this. Now, the 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 point of this though is, out of this, I can purchase sixty days with that twenty bucks, and I have doubloons left over. So after a few, and usually I'll purchase three or four cards at a time, and then I'm good for a while, and I'll have a pile of doubloons. So typically, what that allows me to do is buy sixty days, maybe even ninety. And with what's left over, I can buy a ship out of the doubloon store. Um, so that's kind of a bonus there. Um, the reason we went that way is originally, and now it, it has since changed, but originally when I started purchasing with, you know, right over the right over the web with the credit card, it is a Russian company. So therefore, I had to pay an international fee on as it came back in. We got charged, you know, I, I'd spend 14, 15 bucks for premium or what have you, whatever you'd purchase, there was a fee for the international fee, and I wouldn't see that up front. I would see it later charged to my card, and usually it was like four or five bucks. And, you know, that adds up after a while when you're doing it a bunch. So the wife said, no, we've got to find a better way because you're spending all this extra money that you're getting nothing for in just simply fees. So that was the way around it. This is the way. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I never saw that myself. Maybe because I did debit card instead. But well, and see, that's well. what we did too. But now it's—I don't know if they've changed it now, or if there's a United States uh, branch that it goes through, or I, I don't know what how it works anymore. But it, it, they, it's all their changed. payments are trans. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
processed through Cyprus. Um, so, so I don't get here in Canada. I don't get any extra fees. Okay. Yeah. Maybe no, it, maybe I've, it just I've recently changed for us. Yeah. I never thought about going down and getting the gift cards on that for the the doubloons. Um, I to me that that seems to be the way. I'm going to check that out and see if my local GameStop offers that, which I'm pretty sure that they do. Well, and if not, they can call around. You know, the local GameStop um, here in town actually ran out, and they said, you know what, we'll keep them in stock if you keep coming because you're the only one that comes to buy them. I'm like, oh, okay. And and they had run out, you know, a while back, and they said, you know what, we know you're coming in. We know we're going to sell them. Let me call around to the other local stores in the region and see if I can get some for you. Well, the guy called me last week and said, hey, I got another 15 of them in stock whenever you're ready to come and get them. So I said, all right, good to know. <laughs> so I appreciate him going the extra mile for me. No, that's that's. I never even thought about that. That's a great idea and uh, definitely one our listeners can yeah take advantage of well and it's I mean, another one of those by the things. time people listen to this uh, gamestop is still in business because i mean people it is a miracle that gamestop didn't go out of business like 10 years ago now uh, it's it's kids yeah. that are are buying and and selling games and that that's what keeps it in business i mean every every mm-hmm. time i'm off my kids are like hey can you run me to gamestop i gotta sell some games i gotta buy something new i'm like okay well that's what's keeping them in business. It's the kids and the Xboxes and the Playstations and, you know, yeah, not to get totally off, uh, off, off subject, but, but that's actually where I got the idea. I was seeing the kids going and buying Xbox game time with cards. And I went to the store one day with them and here I saw world of warships. And what is this? And I started looking at it. I'm like, all right, well, let's buy one and see what it does. And sure enough, it, it works well. So, but yeah, another option if you don't want to spend it on online or if you don't have a credit card or anything tied into the game, you just want to go and drop cash, it's an easy way to do it. Yeah, and, and by the way, just so you know, Wargaming really does have a sick sense of humor. Well, I just open up a crate and what do I get? I get the German premium carrier. Look at the KJ ah. wait, wailing it up right in front of us. <laughs> I mean, out of the Black Friday crates, I get the Black Kaga, and now I get the Lowen Hard Heart. Uh, I didn't get any amazing rare ships or anything. <laughs> you got the Leuven Heart. That is a good yes. boat. B-O-K. I don't boat. carriers. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should. I mean, I'm looking at my port now. I have the Hosho, the Yai Ryu, the Kaga, Kaga Black, Langley, Enterprise, Saipan, Ride. Lowenheart, the Graf Zeppelin. I mean, it's like I don't play carriers, but why is it always the people who don't play carriers that have the freaking Enterprise? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I got the Enterprise when they had when they first came out with that because there's no way I was missing the Enterprise. Yeah, but you don't but, play well, it. What's the point? You know, you you could always redirect that uh, that uh, that uh, Christmas crates to uh, you know people who don't have 275 <laughs> ships. Um, I don't, I don't either. Hey, I, I only have, have 275. I have 27. I have 277. <laughs> no, I got the Enterprise way back when, when it first came out. And when the carriers were done the old way, I played carriers more. Since, right. ever, ever since they did the rework, I have not played carriers at all. Really? At all. I miss the old Because I don't, like, I don't like the gameplay that way. I've watched videos on it. I just I don't like it. I'd like the old way better. Yeah, I do That's too. But you know, it, it's it's something you got to try and, and get used to if you if yeah, you have interest. I didn't like it at first either, but it, it's really grown on me. And I do, 
I like it much better now. Yeah. I, I actually much prefer the new system. And I might if I if I just tried it, but I'm not going into a game and first time doing it, so no. Well, give it give it a shot when the commander wor- rework comes out. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, give that a shot. Moving on, though, we got to get to the weekly grind before Sock starts yelling at us yes. about time again. So uh, this week, and I did go back finally this time and listen to all the episodes at least long enough to find out which ones we covered. And notice we had not covered anything from France yet. So Mando can we shows. Get a, can we get a pause here for a second so that Cyber okay. can insert a, uh, uh, an applause uh, <laughs> I might have to go download somewhere. Yeah, this, my editing software only has so much stuff, so I'll see what I can do. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Sock was trying to keep us from talking about the French line because you know he's in. Yeah, whatever. he's anti-France. <laughs> hey, he's too close to Quebec up there, no. and they, they speak a different language. Yeah. And he, he's just he's just yeah, butthurt really. about that. That's all. Anyway, so it's it's it, it's French cruisers today. Mando chose, so let's let's go, Mando. What do we got on the French cruisers? French cruiser line. If you enjoy the Italian cruiser gameplay, you will really enjoy the French cruiser gameplay. They're very similar. They're very out in the open. Let's get the engines rolling. Sneaky. Uh, good good line. A little bit more challenging to learn on the top end, as with yeah. any of our. Uh, tech tree lines going up through the tech tree and I'm not going to even try to pronounce the names. I'll just go by, t- by tier up until tier five, the uh, Emilie Bertin, Burton, Bertain. Emile Bertin, I believe is how okay, it would Bert- be pronounced. Bertin, the Bertin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the tier five, um, all the way up to the tier six, the La Galicionaire. The- La Galicionaire. Galicionaire. Okay. So up until the tier six line, you're going to be using the uh, 152 millimeter guns, as we know, good HE spammers, um, good AP. If you can find something broadside, the only exception to that is going to believe, I want to say, the tier... I'm sorry, up to Tier 3, you're going to be using the 139. The Tier 4 is a little bit of an anomaly because you use the 155 millimeter guns. Break it away to the Tier 5 and Tier 6 goes back down to the 152s. Now, Tier 7, uh, help me out, Sock, the Algerie. Algerie. So So for for, for pronouncing French, just talk like you've got a big pole up your butt and it feels really (laughs) good. Oh, come on now. Algerie. (laughs) Or a a baguette in my mouth, right? Oh. Man, we've got well, French we listeners. We got to apologize to our French <laughs> listeners. Sock is a is is an old curmudgeon that doesn't like French for some reason. <laughs> so go, going up the line, British, it's in my DNA. <laughs> going up the pole to tier six, you'll have um, the the again the La Galicionier. Did I? I, I'm slaughtering this thing. Close yeah, they, they don't pronounce um, the R's, so it's A instead of an R. French okay. people are, yeah, no matter what you do, French people will be mad. So they're just an angry people. They're just, oh, I'm sorry, France. Geez. I'm being so mean. Wow. Tier 7 is where you. <laughs> we just lost the whole country. Um, to the out. <laughs> yeah, we did. We just got canceled in France. Whole country. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Quebec. Canada. Yep, yeah, a whole quarter of Canada is gone now. Thanks, thanks, Sock. Imagine that. We got to lose part of Canada. We ask a Canadian to do it for us. Jeez. Oh, I'm sure the rest of I'm sure the other however many provinces there are in Canada will be happy. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, oh, this is a rough one. Uh, tier seven is where the line really uh, shifts gears. So you're going to go from the light cruiser to the heavy cruiser at the tier seven. You're also going to be picking up the two to three millimeter guns all the way up in uh, you know the uh, tier eight, tier nine, uh, the two or three millimeter game style, and then we have culmination line, which is the Henri four. Did I say that right? The Henri. Um, yeah, Henri yeah. Cat. I guess is what it would be. Okay, and that caps out with some big guns on the Henri at the two forty millimeter mark. Uh, yeah. The line is good. It's solid. I had a lot of fun with it, um, especially going through the transition from a light cruiser to the heavy cruiser. The heavy now, cruiser. Quick question before you go on. Did you play the the Henri before the nerf? I did. So how much did that nerf affect it? Because everything I've read or heard said that it completely neutered it. Are you talking to the IFHE nerf? No, the um, the engine power nerf it got several years ago. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's still maneuverable. It's still good in the open ocean. I thought you were referring to the IFH. No, no. I mean, I mean, to be fair, before they nerfed that thing's engine power, it was, it was a little too strong. Let's be it, honest. You could. I was in the Henri, and I was passing up destroyers going to caps. It was pretty yeah. ridiculous. Well, it's still uh, as fast as it ever was. It is. It is. Um, they just made it so it takes you like thirty seconds to get up to speed. So they make uh, the the whole idea behind that nerf was they were trying to make it harder to throttle juke with it because it was just it was impossible to hit. Even with so when you have the speed boost going, and if you are using the acceleration mod, it's still. You can you can juke the throttle back and forth and still be a pretty tough target at range in the Henri. Uh, the, the Henri suffered on the big IFHE rework. Uh, at the time, the meta was to use the Henri and use the IFHE, yes, with the 240mm guns. That was allowing you to penetrate the decks even through the Kremlin with your HE. And so that was kind of the Kremlin counter at first. Uh, now with the IFHE rework, it's a matter of flavor. Do you want to start fires? It's still a very good fire starter without the IFHE, and you're still using 240 millimeter guns. It does have a reload boost on it, as does with a lot of uh, you know other parts of the line. That's part of the allure of the French uh, cruisers is using that that gun boost um, along with the battleships. And so overall, I, you know, on on a on a scale, I give the line, um, I, I give it a, 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 an A minus. Um, to me, it wasn't quite as fun as the American line, but that's just my play style. Uh, but you do shift gears from the light cruiser to the heavy cruiser. Uh, the tier seven is a little tough to get through because you are using the two rifle turrets until you hit the tier eight. Now, a lot of controversy with the Charles Martel. Uh, I used it in ranked tier eight rank it was really nice to be able to get into the charles martel and flank and hit the speed boost and get out on the flanks and to be able to set up crossfire uh i found good success with it um but yeah i give i give the whole line an, an a minus i have reset it twice for research bureau why an a minus a minus just because the Henri. uh i had it pre-nerf, pre-speed nerf, and pre-IFHE rework. And after also, rework, what would the line have been before the nerf? Before b the nerf and the rework, definitely an, an A. Not an A+. 
Not an well, A so plus. What's the, I give it an A. What's the benchmark there? What's what's an A plus line? A plus to me is maneuverability. Uh, I prefer the Des Moines play style with Des Moines with the unique upgrade over the Henri because the Des Moines with the unique upgrade, I'm a lot. It's a lot quicker, maneuverable. Um, I can adapt, react to the battlefield a lot quicker than the Henri. The Henri is a little bit slower to get it turned around. Once it gets going, it get, it's it's going, but it takes a little bit to get it turned around to get going. Um, but it it can react, uh, you know, adapt to the to the battlefield. Um, and that to me is, is the game changer is the maneuverability factor. I've only played it up to the tier six, the glassy and a, um, one of the things I like about the line is it seems like the rate of fire is pretty respectable, but, uh, Shep did throw in the, in the channel there. Um, he said he had to leave, uh, but, uh, he's a big fan of it. Apparently he said the tier seven Algeria, or Algeria is both fun and awesome. Four by two, 203 millimeter guns with 17.9 range at tier seven and a good fire chance. Two times three torpedo tubes at nine kilometer range, max 31 knots with a rudder shift of 9.5, so you can use prop mod. It has hydro, fighter plane, speed boost, and reload booster. Um, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty fun. I mean, I, I look yeah. forward there's a lot of utility to the line. I, I guess another factor would be between me and the American heavy cruiser line is I like the American cruiser utility over the French cruiser utility. The French cruiser is more of a, the utility uh, cooldowns are more self-serving versus team serving. If that makes sense, the radar, uh, the hydro is more serving your team, helping support your destroyers versus the French cruiser line where you do have hydro speed boost of fighter plane, but that's more self-serving. So if you like to be out on the flank and you like to yellow solo with good survivability, this is a better line for you on your play style. Well, I will say that I, I made it to the Galcian A as well. I, I actually made it beyond that to the Algerie. I liked the Galcian A. I did not like the Algerie. Um, I liked the Galcian A so much, I bought the premium version in the DeGrasse. The DeGrasse, I thought, was a phenomenal ship. Even played it in clan battles when it was Tier 6 and had a lot of success with it. Um, but the Algerie seemed to play a lot different. Uh, I, I just didn't give it a big enough chance. Um, for those that are struggling with that line, any tips? Is it a, is it more of a kiting ship? Is it more of a flanking ship? A uh, I know with their arcs, they're not ships that are going to be island hoppers very much. But uh, what are your thoughts there uh, to, to help new people? Been playing so, the Glacian A as a kiter, but from what Mando's telling me, I might have to have to adjust that yeah you it definitely does do very well in the kiting role i put a uh, radio locator on mine and i go destroyer hunting i usually go after the shimakazes or the, you know the the ones that tend to flank out on the outside flanks i put that radio finder on and i go chase those guys down because you have the speed to overtake them um on the on the premium side the bayard the tier eight uh, bayard if you are looking for a fun premium and you like the french cruiser line i highly recommend the bayard uh set it up as as a fire spammer it's got the speed it's got the gun arcs a lot of fun in that tier eight ship i mean i've got a charles mattel and and i haven't played it played it a bunch but when i did i always try to do it more of a hit and run ship 
you hit here, you run over here, you hit here, you run over there, you just kind of keep moving. Yes. Because you have the speed, you've got them, you know, um, once you get going in a direction, you, you can hit that speed boost, relocate very quickly. And on the ambush of great point, KJ, on the ambush aspect, you pop in, you find something, you ambush it, you hit that reload booster, and you can fire off four or five rapid salvos right into the side of something and really take them by uh, surprise. Yeah, give them, give them, get, hit them hard, and then, you know, you turn around and you hit speed boost and take off again <laughs> yeah speed boost dump dump your torpedoes off and uh, and you have the speed to get away or mm -hmm. like my play style which is as a destroyer hunter on the flank you right. can overtake something down uh my Henri gets oh my goodness it's like 42 or 43 knots in a straight line with the speed boost going which is phenomenal for a cruiser nice you have to do you have to wait till uh tier 10 to start playing it as a dd hunter or can you do it with the eight and the nine you can do it um, starting with like the six. Yeah. Uh, as long yeah. As you hydro and radio finding. Okay. All right. Well, that uh, that wraps it up. And good job again this week staying on topic on that, in that I section. Know, I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say props all around. Hey, great job. Uh, moving on. Let's go parting shots. Uh, Nightmare, let's start with you today. Well, my, uh, my parting shot is uh, just a. A simple one. Um, it's uh, getting into that holiday time, uh, time to spend time with friends, family, people you enjoy being around, um, and uh, enjoy it. Uh, take the time you need to uh, do that. Don't uh, overstress yourself and uh, uh, burn yourself out because uh, then you'll uh, miss out on the good times that you could be having instead. All right. Yeah, well said. Nimitz? Um, I kind of actually want to give my props to Wargaming. Um, you know, there's another uh, scandal, apparently, with the Santa Crates, and uh, a lot of people were upset that they didn't get the ships they wanted. So Wargaming uh, is refunding accounts. You can request for a refund. Um, yeah, it's if up you've until the 13th or something like that, right? Yeah, and if you've already spent some of the loot that you've won or used, they're going to roll your account back. Now, I think that's pretty awesome of them to do that because I got a feeling it's not cheap to do that. You know what I mean? For, for Wargaming, they have to spend time, pay people money to you know, process all these refunds. Um, that's a pretty big step for them, so I kind of want to give them their props yeah. and actually um, doing the rollback probably has to be done manually yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a you know it's a damn dirty shame that it came to this in the first place um, but it did um, so I also want to say that when I bought the crates uh, I got out of the nine ships that I've got I only kind of like two of them so I was a little disappointed myself but I'm a big boy you know I I knew what I was getting into uh, I knew what the short list was. There's no way I would go out and request a refund. So, um, thanks for gaming. Sorry, uh, your event didn't turn out very well for you, but uh, thanks for trying to appease the uh, the audience. Right on, sock. I have a bit of a contest update. I, as you guys know, everyone listening, we have a contest going on right now, and I just want to remind everybody about it. If you're in Discord, 
here, which there's a link to in the description of the podcast. You'll find a link to us. And in the announcements channel, the second channel from the top of the Discord, are all the details required for entering. We've had a few entries already. There's been some pretty good games. A nice little general replay contest. So just send me whatever your your best replays that you have that you've done after the start of the contest. Like I said, all the details are in the announcement post I made. And the prize, uh, we initially had it set to be... Originally, we were going to do five of each Christmas container, but we came up with that idea before they dropped. So we're probably going to have to uh, revise that and change what the what the rewards are, and especially in light of the whole fiasco with the Christmas craze. But I guess the six of us can discuss that after after we finish recording tonight or, or before next week. So stay tuned on that one. But I assure you. So there's a good chance of winning if you if you enter. You know, at this point, you got a one in five chance. It's not a whole lot of people have entered yet. <laughs> like to get that up, so it's a heck of a lot better odds than the lottery, and there will be some decent prizes at stake. So I I hope to see some more emails in the future. All right, KJ, how about you? Uh, a couple things. Um, one, um, if you're Later in life, and and for some reason, someone comes and offers you a job and and service and filling service calls and actually have to be on call. Tell them no. <laughs> just, just say no. I don't care how much money they're throwing at you. Just say no because it's not worth it. <laughs> My last week of this last week of being on call has been a complete hell. Like up until yesterday, for the entire weekend, I got approximately four hours worth of sleep. So. Yeah. yeah, lovely. I think uh, I think you and I almost <laughs> fell asleep talking to each other last night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if, if, so anytime you get an office job for doing service calls and that kind of stuff, like answering phones or or being a tech type person for an, an on call service, no, just just say no, just say no. Um, but on another note, uh, I do want to uh, recognize that today. Well, now it's tomorrow, but this at the time of the starting of the recording, it was December seventh. For what happened, you know, back in 1941, um, I want to give a shout out to all those who served then, now, and future. Um, especially for those who gave the ultimate sacrifice, uh, and for you guys, you know, it's much appreciated and much respect for your time in the service. Uh, because of without with what you guys have done, what your forefathers have done, brothers, sisters, whatever. Um, and some of them, I'm sure, like I said, uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice. If it wasn't for what they've done, we wouldn't be able to be here doing what we enjoy and love doing. So big shout outs and kudos for you guys. Amen. I agree. Yeah. Well, well put. Well put. Mando. Mando's parting shots. I, just a real quick shout out to the Wargaming's team for putting on the uh, Verizon event this weekend. Special shout out to Hapafodder, Calvo, the Big M, and uh, Burninator USAF for anchoring our Air Force team that uh, in the war spite that led us to victory. Uh, quick shout out to Case, in-game name K-A-Y-C-E. He took it upon himself to captain kind of our impromptu captain and came up with some strategies. Uh, great job, Team Air Force. Aim high. 
Congratulations to the Gary Sinise Foundation. We hope you um, get that donation. It goes to, I know it's going to go to a, a good cause. And uh, no names this week. I was really busy getting caught up with the tournament. I promise you, <laughs> names will be back next week. Um, and my final shout out is going to go to Sheepoteep, as I like to say, or Shepotep, one of our uh, guys. He gifted a bunch of containers to everybody in the clan. When I logged in, um, the Shepotep container was there, and I got really excited. I went to my container screen, and there was the super container that was there. I popped it open, and lo and behold, the Belfast Tier 7 dropped for me. So <laughs> I have Ship nice. Shepotep to thank for that. Big shout out for Shep. I rounded off my collection. Finally, I landed my mythical unicorn. And so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I went out and oh, bought a lottery ticket. Wait. Of course, Cyber was in the box. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Knock <laughs> it off, Nimitz. So lucky I went out and bought a lottery ticket, but I didn't win anything. So um, that's my, I promise you, names will be back next week. That's my final parting shot. Well, we, had, we came across some, but it's not. No. Yeah, they weren't arable. Yes, <laughs> we're surprised they made them pass the uh, the uh, sensors. Yeah, there was a there's the one that I was like, yeah. oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> well, if it shocks me, you know it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right, well, I will wrap it up. I was going to also big shout out to to Shep. He uh, he he gifted me a a Santa crate, and out of all the crates that I've had over the last couple of years. Um, Boy, it's probably close to 100, not one ship. And the one gifted crate that he shot me, I got a ship out of. Now, it was only the Makarov, but it still, it, it broke the seal. So maybe that means there's more to come. We'll see. I'm not certain I'm <laughs> No Friesland. I hate it. I don't want to play it. If it ends up in my port, it will sit there and collect dust. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have He's to. They'll have to make me and secretly grin and play the Friesland for hours. Yeah, they'll they'll have to make me a special port just so that the guy, instead of polishing torpedoes, he can just shine my ship because I'm not going <laughs> to ever sail it. He can just keep the cobwebs off of it. That's that's what he can do. Turn it into a museum in my port. All you right, can turn it into a a, a fun boat. <laughs> it's not a fun boat. Anything well, it's, but. Uh, right. It doesn't have torpedoes, so it can't torpedo your fun boat. That's yeah, right. that's true. Right. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're wrapping it up. This has been the full broadside. Look for us again next week, guys. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for being in the chat room and uh, participating with us. Have a good one. We'll see you guys, everybody, next week. Take care. Bye bye. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.